Hi there, I'm Matt Hodges, Senior Director of Marketing here at Intercom, and you're listening to Intercom on Marketing. Chapter 3, Marketing at a Product-First Company. Despite the mountain of contradicting evidence, the mantra of, if you build it, they will come, is still extremely prevalent among product-first companies. Why? First, most founders don't have a background in either sales or marketing. And even though they're told to start marketing the day they start coding, they just don't know where to begin. Or maybe they're incredibly overconfident. They probably know enough to build a landing page for capturing email addresses, but do they know what to say on that page and how to say it? Do they know where to go to promote their product and how to do it once they get there? Getting through the first launch requires more than a marketing band-aid. You need to install a company-wide philosophy that marketing and product aren't two opposing forces. Instead, they're two sides of the same coin. Walk into any product-first company and you'll notice the common misconception that marketing is a dirty word. Many startups build something for themselves, only to discover that other people want it too. Eventually, they start selling it via word of mouth before realizing that they need some sort of coherent marketing strategy if they want to accelerate growth. At that point, they hire someone to run marketing, but leave that person to their own devices. Rather than truly invest in the department and integrate marketers with the product team, they believe great products sell themselves. When I was recruited to join Intercom as our first marketer, I remember receiving a LinkedIn message from Owen, our CEO. He sold me the opportunity of building a marketing team at Intercom while also promoting that exact cliche, the product almost completely sells itself. Luckily, when I sat down with Owen and our co-founder Des, it turned out that they were much bigger believers in marketing than I initially thought. They believe that neither product nor marketing can excel in isolation, which has become a core principle of our go-to-market strategy today. There's a famous blog post from Fred Wilson, a co-founder of Union Square Ventures, simply titled, Marketing. In it, he makes broad statements like, marketing is what you do when your product or service sucks. This post is highly cited by product-focused people as one of their many justifications for not doing any marketing at all. If you build the perfect product, the theory is that paying users will eventually come to you. I'd argue that mindset is completely wrong. Anyone who thinks that marketing can't add value to and accelerate the growth of your business is just plain naive. When I arrived at Intercom, a bunch of people were wearing marketing hats in disguise. Des owned the blog, the product managers wrote product announcements, and Owen created the homepage of the marketing site. Everyone was doing marketing, but nobody wanted to acknowledge it. Why? I think it comes down to a fundamental misunderstanding of marketing's role. In the new world of SaaS, marketing should be involved at every stage of the funnel, from the first point of contact, to the decision to purchase, all the way down through product education. Every step is an opportunity to help people feel good about the decision they are making, and each requires a different set of specialized skills. That's why it's a mistake to think of marketing as a single team. PR, demand generation, content marketing, product marketing, and events are all key to a product's long-term success. Without any of these components, you can build a product, but not many people will show up to buy it. And those that do, will likely be confused as to what you're actually selling. So, where do you start? That's the easy part. Hire a marketer. For Intercom, that was me, a product marketer to communicate to the world what Intercom was building and why people should care. Throwing money into ads to reach new customers is easy, 
but it's likely a waste of money if you don't get this part right first. I started with Intercom's homepage. It was the most obvious place because it's the first and often last impression people get of the product in the company. The majority of people who visit your marketing site don't have the time to invest in learning what it is you actually do. If you can't communicate that clearly on your homepage, they'll quite literally bounce off your site. An opportunity gone. The next most important step is amplifying the things your product team is building. A lot of the time, product teams build entire feature sets without telling anyone about it. They're too shy or too naive or simply don't know how. We've seen teams release huge amounts of work or improvements to the world in the hope that new or existing users might stumble onto them, only to find two years later, people are still asking for features that are already inside the product. When it comes to deciding what to announce and how at a product-first company, there are two major traps. Number one, it was hard and took a lot of time, so it must be important. You might be working with some of the most talented engineers in the industry who have spent six months refactoring your code to make the best app in the world. And they might be extremely excited to share what they're working on with the world. Unfortunately, there's no guarantee people are going to care. When it comes to announcing new features, don't equate effort and importance with what's appealing to your customer. Number two, overpromising. We've all read that big flashy blog post that promises something that is gonna change the world then ultimately it ships and flops. People remember that for a long time. Here's an example. A big, colorful company is gonna change the way people see the world. They start calling their users explorers, but they end up shipping a $1,500 pair of glasses with one lens that make you look like a tech weirdo from the 70s. Don't overpromise on something before it or the market is ready. To stop yourself from falling into either of these traps, set the right expectations inside your company from day one. For instance, you're not going to get TechCrunch to cover that insanely complex feature you spent months building, so don't waste time building a landing page for it. It's not because the feature isn't interesting, but rather it's because there's not a good story to be told. That's typically the most important piece of effective marketing. As we discussed in Chapter 2, a good story captures people's attention and motivates them to take action. Here's a solid example from my earliest days at Intercom. When we finally released custom event tracking, we could have just said, okay, you can now track custom events in Intercom. Had we done that, most people probably wouldn't have cared. Yes, that accurately describes the feature, but that doesn't tell anyone anything about why they would want to use it or how it will make their lives better. The value in the Intercom Events feature was that you could send messages to customers at a perfectly timed moment, which wasn't possible before. You could reach people when they logged in for the first time, or maybe when they canceled their account. That's the story we went with. I focused on highlighting the things people wanted to do rather than the feature itself, because people understood the value in doing them. This was a breakthrough. It wasn't too long after this that the product managers realized that they should give marketing a heads up before they were ready to ship something, rather than after. About two years ago, I wanted to launch one of our new products as Intercom's live chat product. The product team, however, was adamant that live chat was a relic of the past. Instead, they wanted to go to market describing this as a seamless, asynchronous messaging product. 
If the product team's job is to innovate and build the product of the future, then surely it's marketing's job to make sure that people can, one, find that product, two, understand it, and three, be convinced they need it. While we were building this product, we discovered there were more than 100,000 global monthly searches on Google for the phrase live chat software. Meanwhile, there were almost zero for asynchronous messaging. Sure, the search term was less crowded, but nobody knew how to describe that future yet, let alone buy a product to solve that problem. Similarly, when we launched our knowledge-based product in December of 2016, it became clear that product and marketing were not aligned on what the product was, let alone how we should take it to market. Paul, our VP of product said, this is not a docs product. In response, a product marketer on my team asked, then why does our own knowledge base, powered by our new product, live at docs.intercom.com? Of course, there was a rationale to both arguments. Paul was rightly arguing that the product was more than a knowledge base and that we needed to help build a bridge to that future. But marketing had to get people to that bridge first. This is not about marketing dictating what product to build, but rather about determining what position you want to hold in people's minds. Correcting this misalignment delayed the launch of the product by a couple of months, but it was the right decision to give the product the best chance of success when it launched. Fast forward to today, and Intercom's teams now hold themselves to a new rule. If we're launching new product and want to spend more than a week on it, the product manager and product marketing manager must align on the story we want to tell come launch. This was a fundamental shift in how we build new product at Intercom. There's always tension involved, and getting that story right is hard, but it creates a better outcome for everyone, including our customers. We still hear, we've got a great product, now we just need to add marketing all the time. But at least now we know that there's a lot more to it than that. Don't delay aligning your product and marketing teams. If you do, you'll live to regret it. This has been Intercom on Marketing.